And please welcome your host, Christopher Roush. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with Christopher Roush. It's your place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And thank you guys for being here. Happy New Year once again. It is 2024, and I'm super, super excited that we're starting a brand new year because that's an opportunity for us to, to re-evaluate where we are in our life. It's our opportunity to reevaluate where we've been in our life and where we're going in our life in order to make sure there's alignment and there's congruency there. What's up, Chris Kaysen? He says, good evening. Good to see you, man. Good to see you back. Appreciate you coming back to the show. Happy New Year, brother. Hope everything's awesome with yourself. Tonight's show, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. So I highly encourage you to join me for the conversation. It's just you and I tonight. There's no particular guest tonight. And this was actually a request from somebody who is in my group accountability coaching program. Uh, Nancy, she I said, hey, I'm going to be doing a solo show next week. What do you guys want to hear from me about? And I got some other uh, contributions to that. But I thought imposter syndrome might be a great way to start off the year because so many of us deal with this. And I'm going to jump into this here in a second, uh, dealing with imposter syndrome. So if you're joining us uh, live on the video cast, please, as always, engagement in the chat, uh, questions in the chat, of course. Would love to have that. It's a live conversation here every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're on Facebook, YouTube. Um, we are shared across Instagram, all the social media channels. And we love to do this video cast. We bring it to you an audio podcast as well. So if you watch us on Tuesday nights, of course, always join us on the audio podcast. I've been doing this now. I'm celebrating four years doing the Raw and Scripted show. I can't fucking believe it. I literally started this show about two weeks before I had major back surgery back in 2019, January, 2019. I think my first two shows were before I had surgery and my show right after my, I think my third show was right after I had surgery. So you can see it on the show. I think it's a video cast. It didn't start off as a video cast, but I think on that show it is a video cast and you could tell I think I put it up on my YouTube before it wasn't a video cast. You could tell I am high on so many medications. They sent me home with Norcos and Percocets and, and I don't even know what, but I decided to start the show before I did my back surgery because I wanted to set off the experiment of saying, hey, listen, you know, when we're faced with adversity. It's pretty incredible what it is that we can do and we can bring to the table uh, when we choose to go toward that adversity, adversity as opposed to running away from it. And that's what a lot of times we do. We, we tend to run away from the things that are challenging because why? We don't want to face them. And I will, I will be, I will come out with you uh, and be honest with you guys. I'm not having the best day for whatever reason. My words keep getting mixed up. I'm super tired and I'm not on my best, uh, my best wherewithal, if you will. So I, I was almost going to do a, uh, a replay of a show that I did last year in February on imposter syndrome, but I did it with a guest. So we were talking about it there. So I'll put that show uh, information in the, in the show notes of this particular show. So you can check it out. It's, that was an interview, but this is going to be all for me. And what I want to start off with is the fact that, you know, before we get into this imposter syndrome, I want to start off with the fact that even when you don't feel like doing something, that's when you still show up. Like literally I was going to do a replay and I was like, I'm not feeling it tonight. I don't want to show up and do a half-assed job, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have to take that imperfect action. And I'm going to be talking about that throughout the show tonight, because when we deal with imposter syndrome, a lot of stuff that we deal with is about perfection. And it's about the beliefs and ideologies that we may have about ourselves based on our beliefs when, our, when we were younger or that of which has been put into us by other people. You know, I think about your, your childhood. We're going to jump into that for a second. Um, but thank you guys for being here. Appreciate it. We got uh, legal. We got Ted in the house. He says, good evening, everyone. Good evening, Ted. Thank you very much for being here. Ted's a part of my group accountability coaching program. And if you guys like, I would just talk about that for a second. 
Accountability is one of the most critical components of success. And here we are in the beginning of the year. I started a group accountability coaching program last uh, November. I think our first uh, session was the last part of October, but it was it was falling into November. And I did that because so many people were reaching out to me and saying, Chris, I wish you could hold me accountable. I wish I could hold me accountable. I can't afford your one-on-one -on -one coaching. You don't have a group coaching program going on right now, but is there a way you can hold me accountable? And I thought about it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put together this, this group accountability coaching program. I'm throw the kitchen sink into it. I give you a whole bunch of stuff. You get to meet with me twice a month. We have a 90 minute session twice a month where you can ask me questions. We talk about your wins, your challenges, your obstacles. Um, we pair you up with an accountability partner that you meet with weekly. So you have weekly accountability on your, uh, your goals and your objectives of what you want to do this, this year. And then you have a twice a month accountability with me in a group chat, uh, a zoom call that we do. We talk about it, what everybody's got going on. You can ask me questions. We get feedback from other people. It's an amazing group. It's super, super, super fucking affordable. It's crazy that you get not in it. Uh, we have amazing people in there right now. And thank you guys all for being there. Ted's one of those people in there. I know Nancy's going to be joining us. Uh, thank you, Nancy, and everybody else who's a part of that group. If you're interested in that, let me know. I'll I'll gift you a, a complimentary coaching session if you've never had one with me. If you're interested in checking out the group, uh, you can go to uh, ChristopherRoush.com forward slash. I think it's group coaching. You can find my coaching page or noexcusescoach.com and you can go find my group coaching page you can find all the information about it and uh check it out because accountability is going to be one of the things we're talking about tonight and it's one of the greatest ways you can really truly excel in your life because i know for me personally i didn't have accountability in my life and i was still successful and i was still still doing good but when i got around people who were brighter and smarter than me and then i got and i paid for people to coach me and to be in a masterminds and to, and to go to group classes and things of that nature that's where my success and my results catapulted because i had somebody holding me accountable every week to say chris you said you were going to do this last week and you didn't do this last week why didn't you do this last week what is it that you're going to do differently this week in order to get that done and when you put your word on the line it's pretty amazing what it is that you're able to do but if you put your word to yourself that's one of the problems and that's one of the problems with imposter syndrome is that faith and that belief so i want to start off with um a definition and normally all these shows if you guys have been watching me or listening to me for any time are truly raw and scripted i do some pre-show planning of course you know it's not like i'm an idiot but i don't do a lot of note taking i don't do a lot of research but i'm not an expert in imposter syndrome quite honestly so i took some notes tonight so i'm going to be referring to those uh much like i normally don't do which i just wanted to share that with you um but i wanted to read some stuff out here for you because i want to make sure that i give you guys the goods in this particular episode so um here according to one of the sites that i checked out imposter syndrome is a psychological condition where people feel like frauds or phonies despite being successful in external ways think about that i want you to i want you to really grasp all of this stuff imposter syndrome is a psychological condition where people feel like frauds or phonies despite being successful in external ways people with imposter syndrome may doubt their skills talents and or accomplishments and have a fear of being exposed as a fraud a fear of being exposed as a fraud imposter syndrome they may also feel they may also feel like they don't they don't deserve the success at work so we're going to be talking about all this. It goes on to say, this is some other information that I found, and I wanted to share this with you because I thought it was really important. With imposter syndrome, a person doesn't feel confident or competent regardless of what they achieve. They don't feel competent or confident regardless of what they achieve. They don't experience the joy of success because they are always waiting for their inadequacy and fraudulence to come to life. Like I just said before, they're waiting of being exposed as frauds. They're waiting for the other shoe to drop. And what I call it is I really call it, it's cognitive distortion, right? It's saying that I want these things, but the belief, the belief, I sell these bands, right? You guys hear me talk about them all the time. One of the words on my bands that I sell, and of course, you guys can go check them out on my website. It says believe. 
because you have to believe. So this is cognitive distortion. You're sitting out there and, and saying, okay, I want to accomplish all these great big things, but inside I feel like a fraud. I don't feel like I deserve it. And so I want to go into some detail tonight about my own experiences with imposter syndrome because I am an expert in that area. Um, and when I started real doing some research on this and being very intentional about it, I found out that there's there, the imposter syndrome thing happens to a lot of people. I know this, um, but I find that even though I thought I dealt with it, there's some aspects of it that perhaps I haven't. So this is good research for both of us, uh, all of us to do. Um, so thank you guys for, for being here and hanging in. And again, again, if you're watching this live or on the replay, even uh, put your questions in the chat. I'll make sure we get answers for them. Uh, Ted says here, having a coach really helps you hit the next level. You don't feel you can hit. A thousand percent, Ted. That is so, so, so important. And I'm going to get to a, I'm going to get to talking about my imposter syndrome here in a second. But the other thing I want to do is I want to set the stage for letting you guys know characteristics of imposter syndrome. Now, I know a lot of these things, but I wanted to be very intentional again to make sure I'm delivering the goods for you guys. Characteristics of imposter syndrome, self-doubt, obviously. Uh, a component of that, I included this, uh, and the component of self-doubt is negative self-talk. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty incredible what it is that, um, that we find in our life when we're, when we're looking at negative self-talk, it's, you know, it's like when you think about your life and you think about all the things you talk about and you say to yourself, are they conducive to you having a positive experience? Is that negative self-talk, you know, really working for you? Are you saying, are you using words like always and never? Are you, are you using words like always and never? Um, it's pretty incredible what it is that you could do. Here's a, here's a little graphic. I like to show graphics. So if you guys are watching this, uh, on the replay, you can see it right here. It says right here, I mean, look at that, you know, I'm such an idiot. I, I could have done better. Um, what's the other one say? She's so much smarter than me. All that negative self-talk, what does that really get you? What does that really get you at the end of the day? What do you think about? What does that get you? It gets you absolutely nothing. It gets you absolutely nothing. When you do those, here's two words. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some tips as I go along. And then I'm also going to give you tips uh, towards the end of the show. But in, in terms of negative self-talk, I want you to eliminate two words, always and never. Now I deal with negative self-talk in, in all areas of my coaching because I find a lot of people come to me and they have that negative self-talk, that self-sabotaging behavior that is ever so slight, but you know, you're still putting the forward actions to say that you want to accomplish something. But then again, you're using the negative self-talk. And so I encourage you in negative self-talk is to put a rubber band around your wrist. And when you catch yourself talking negatively about yourself, oh, I always screw it up. I can never get it right. I'm always going to have negative relationships. I'm never going to be have enough money. I'm always going to be a screw up. I'm never going to be organized. When you catch yourself using always and never, I want you to snap that wristband. Now, all my years of coaching, and I've been doing this for over 20 years, I only had one person sit there and say, Chris, I think that's sadomasochism. And I said, okay, fine. Don't do that, but at least catch yourself. And now I find that when you catch yourself and you snap that rubber band a little bit, a little sting helps to remind you to say, listen, is that accurate? Yes or no. Again, I want to think about all the different things that we're doing tonight and asking yourself questions and being honest with yourself is one of the, one of the best ways in order to achieve new results and achieve a new aspect of yourself. So when you think about that, you know, what is it that I'm supposed to be learning from? This is another great question. When you think about that, it's pretty incredible what it is that you got going on. I just, I just noticed Ellie Nicole's in the house. She says, hi, Chris, warm wishes. What's up, Ellie? Uh, Ellie, uh, thank you for being here. Happy new year and hope all is awesome in your life. Uh, Ted goes on to say here, if it gets you depressed or holds you back from your true capabilities. Yeah, it does get you depressed and, and it holds you back because then you sit there and you, you, and you think you're not enough. You think you're not enough. So, you know, think about that, that the negative self-talk and eliminate those words always and never from your vocabulary and then replace those and, and ask yourself, is this accurate? Do I always screw everything up? Am I, and am, I, am I never getting things right? That's bullshit because you do do things right. And we're going to be talking about doing some of those things as well. So more uh, characteristics, undervaluing, undervaluing your contributions. 
That's another characteristic. Oh, that was no big deal. Oh, that was nothing. Oh, that was nothing. I was sitting there not taking praise. It took me a long time in my life to be able to just shut up and say, you know what? Thank you so much for saying that. I really appreciate it. I gave myself a lot. I gave a lot of hard work to that project and I'm really proud of it. As opposed to saying, oh, it was no big deal. It was nothing. When I knew that I slaved 16 hour days for three weeks in order to make it happen and I gave up time with my family and everybody else. And it was something that I busted my ass for. I'm like, oh, it was nothing. It was nothing. It was no big deal. No. Undervaluing your contributions is another um, aspect of it. Uh, attributing success to external factors. Oh, that was Jamie. Jamie did all the work. Oh, Bill did all the work. Oh yeah. No, it wasn't me. I barely did anything. I just came up with a couple of ideas, you know, attributing your success to external factors. Oh, that person did it. Oh, you know, it's because I had this, it's because I had this great family. Oh, it's because I, I, got, I have a nice car. Oh, it's because I eat good food. You have to remember you're the fucking person doing these things. So when you do these things and you celebrate those successes, guess what? Those successes string together and that starts to build your confidence. I'm going to be showing you here another slide in, in just a second. Another thing that pictorial that'll help you understand this. Um, another uh, factor is sabotaging self-success. When you think about that imposter syndrome, you're going to continue to do that self-sabotage because again, you don't have that full belief that you deserve it. And this really goes back to a deeper meaning that I found during COVID. I gave a bunch of people gifted um, coaching sessions as my way of giving back while people were on lockdown and, and frustrated and struggling and pivoting and doing all those things. It was my way of being able to give back. So I, I gave out a, a probably about 120, 150, I, don't even, I didn't even count, uh, coaching sessions over the course of COVID. And pretty early on, I heard this whisper in my ear and I, I listened to my whispers. You know, I'm, I'm not a particularly religious person. I am a spiritual person, but, you know, I heard these little whispers and I kept hearing the word, the, the question, ask them the question, do they love themselves? Yes or no. And so oddly enough, I'm having these conversations over Zoom with people and I'm hearing this whisper, ask them if they love themselves. Yes or no. Ask them if they love themselves. Yes or no. What the fuck is that? Why? Yeah. People love themselves. Why are you asking me that? What's, what's going on? I'm thinking about this in my head. And so finally I decided on the third or fourth one, when I heard this and I said, I'm going to ask you a question and I want you to be perfectly honest. And I don't want you to think about too much about it, but I'm going to ask you a yes or no question. And I want you to be honest. And I want you to give me the first answer that comes to your heart. Do you love yourself? Yes or no? I was shocked. Ladies and gentlemen, I was shocked at how many people stopped and went, yeah, I think so. I mean, for the most part, hmm, you know, it's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I think I love myself, but I don't like myself. I heard so many different answers, guys, that really illustrated to me and illuminated to me the deeper issue of why we're not successful. It goes back to that deeper love. So if we're not loving ourselves at the core of who we are, if we're not loving ourselves and we're not authentic with ourselves and we're not honest with ourselves and we're not, and we're, and we're, and we're, we're, we're not tolerating bullshit. Um, you know, it's pretty crazy what it is that we can accomplish in our life, but guess what? We keep doing that. We keep doing that. We sabotage our self-success. Um, we have the excuses. We come up with the excuses with little excuses. Oh, I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have whatever it is. I don't have, and I call it insert the resources because when you think about the statement, when you say, I don't have this, I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the time. I don't have the experience. I don't have the money. It's, I don't have the resources. And what it really is saying is I'm not willing to do what it takes in order to have those resources. So I'm going to give you an excuse instead, because I've proven in my own experience, and I won't take the time on the show to do it with you guys now, is I've found that I can inspire people to find the right leverage in order to change the belief about themselves, to find the way to become an owner of who they are, as opposed to feeling that they are an imposter of themselves. If that makes sense. I could cite so many case studies. Again, I've been coaching for 20 years. And when I think about it in my case of my own imposter syndrome, sometimes I sit there and say, oh, I've probably helped hundreds of people. 
That's a joke. I have helped thousands upon thousands of people with my public speaking, my podcast, my coaching, my blogs, my live videos, everything. But yet I diminish it. I say, oh, I've helped hundreds of people. I've helped thousands upon thousands of people change their lives. I need to own that. I need to say that with authority and conviction and say, fuck, there's some people that would be dead if it wasn't for me. And I can say that. I know that I have talked people off the ledge of suicide. And I don't go around saying, oh, I can save people's lives. But I I do a better job now than I ever did of being able to say, listen, if you're fucked up and you're you don't like your life and you're not happy and you're tired of your own excuses, you're tired of sitting in your own shit, you're tired of being mediocre, you're tired of being lazy, you're tired of having whatever it might be, then I'm the guy for you. But if you're not ready to change, I'm definitely not the guy for you because I don't want to have that adversary relationship with somebody who's saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And believing it. I want somebody to come to me that says, you know what, Chris, I have been able to say all my life, I can't do it, but I actually think I can do it with the right person. And I think that person's you. And for me to sit there and say, oh yes, that's, I am the person. Or I was like, no, no, no. You know what? I've just, I've told people read some books and I've given them some exercises, right? No, I own my shit now. I own my shit. And so when you think about that self-sabotaging success again, is ask yourself, who am I surrounded with? And you guys hear me talk about this a lot on my show. A lot of my show is a lot of repetitive stuff because it all ties together. And eventually I'll say things in such a way. So I encourage you to continue to listen. Of course, um, the show continues to evolve and I continue to evolve. So it, I bring you different content, but in the, in the, in the perspective of this is surrounding yourself with losers. Look at the five people you're around the most and include family. And are those people sitting there saying, you know what, Chris, you need to go for your dreams. Hey, well, Chris, you need to leave the corporate world. You know what, Chris, you need to sit there and, and own the fact that you're the no excuses coach. You do. You need to own that shit. And I put myself around people who said, yeah, Chris, you need to do that because who you are right now, you're pretending to be somebody you're not. And we're going to get to this in a second. So when you surround yourself with people who are brighter, smarter, and they push you, you have accountability people in your life. Like I have Walt, I have Lee, I have Mary Kay, I have Tara. I have so many people in my life. Walt and I talk every week. He's my accountability buddy. He's my brother from another mother. He'll sit there and say, Chris, you know, can I challenge you on that? Can I challenge your thinking on that? You know, I'll sit there and say something negative or say something kind of, eh, and he'll be like, Chris, can I challenge you on that? Think about this. Think about that. Think about this. You know, so we need those people in our lives. And that's one thing I really want to stress upon you tonight, listening to this. And if you're just joining us right now, go back to the beginning. I'm going to say that a few times because this is all encompassing together is think about that is you need to get around those people. I love being around people. I love when Walt says, Hey, can I push back on you? Because that makes me feel good. Like he cares enough to make sure that I'm doing my best. Now, when you're surrounded with people sitting there, Oh, you're so great. You're so great. You're so great. You're so great. That's not going to help you beat imposter syndrome. That's going to continue to, 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 uh, perpetuate it because again, it's not really you feeling it. It's people telling you that. And so oftentimes we don't feel that for ourselves. So we have to surround ourselves with external factors to make us feel like that. Right. When you think about that, I said that again, you know, the external factor situation, oh, it was everybody else. It wasn't me. You need to own who it is and what it is that what you're doing. And you need to surround yourself with the other people who are playing big in that game. Otherwise you will regret it. I am so, so thankful that I spent the money on myself that I said I couldn't. I can't spend the money to join this mastermind. It's $5,000. And everybody's telling me like, dude, that's cheap. And so I spent $5,000 on myself after spending $100,000 on myself for my master's degree in college. I did all that money, but I wouldn't spend $5,000 for myself to join a mastermind that met three times a year here in Los Angeles that had online support, you know, all these great things. And when I did that, guess what? My life changed. Because everybody started questioning me. Why are you doing that? Why don't you do this way? And I started seeing other people that what they were doing. And I was like, fuck, they're doing that. And oh, they used to think like this, but now they think like this because they changed who it is that they were associating with. And I started seeing, because guess what, ladies and gentlemen, success 
leaves clues. So if you're trying to do this on your own, hoping, wishing, and praying that someday or something is going to happen and you're going to be discovered or you're going to be found, no. It's going to take work, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to take work. You got to self, you got to stop self-sabotaging your success. And again, like I just said, hoping, wishing, praying. In the other word, trying. I hear so many people, I'm going to try to do that, Chris. I'm going to try I'm going to try to get up. I'm going to try to read another book. I'm going to try to drink my water. I'm going to tr- fuck trying. Fuck trying. That that you should see my look at my hair. I don't know if you guys can see it. My hair is standing up right now. Trying pisses me off, and it pisses me off when I say it. Talk about that self accountability, that self sabotaging. Oh, I'm going to try to get up to Chris. You're either going to do it or you're not. And the reason why you're going to do it is because it's important to you, and and the results are important to you. And the fact that it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to cause you to do things you don't want to do is going to make you a stronger person. And when you become a stronger person, you have more confidence. When you have more confidence, you do more shit. And when you you do more shit, you're happier. And when you're happier, you make more people happy, and you have happier people in your life. But yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's awkward. It's shitty. You have to be willing to do what you haven't done in order to get what you haven't got. Let me say that again, ladies and gentlemen. You have to do. In order to get what you, you, gotta, you know, now I got to say it again. I told you I was going to be screwing up my words tonight. In order to get what you haven't got, you have to do, fuck me. I just said it. In order to get what you haven't got, you got to do what you haven't done. I think that's the way I said it. I don't know. Um, but you got to be, you got to, you got to have, you got to have that investment. You got to sit there and, and, and push yourself and, and have that leverage and trying. You just catch yourself when you say the word, try, oh, I'm going to try to make this. No, I'm going to make it. And if I don't make it, I'm going to learn from it. And I'm going to, if I'm going to learn from it, then I'm going to grow from it. And guess what? Throughout the process, I'm going to keep asking myself, what am I supposed to be learning from this? What am I supposed to be learning from this? What am I supposed to be learning from this? Say it with me, guys. What am I supposed to be learning from this? Wherever you're at in your process, but continue in that process and eliminate that word. Try. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go out there and be a famous motivational speaker. I'm going to go out there and write a best-selling book. I'm going to go out there and create a coaching program. I'm going to go out there and do my gardening. I'm going to go out there and cook a, a cook a new recipe. I'm going to go out there and, and lose 30 pounds. See how that feels. See how that feels the next time you do it. I'm going to try to lose 30 pounds or I'm going to lose 30 pounds. You know what? I'm going to fucking lose 30 pounds. God damn it. I'm sick and tired of this shit. Not, I'm going to try to lose some weight this year. I might try to lose. Hey, Jeannie, you want to go out and have bagels and coffee? Yeah. You know what? Let's go have bagels and coffee. Now I saw a new place where we can get apple strudel too. I've seen people literally fucking do that. Like have a coaching call me like, hang on a second. Here's so I got to take the phone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, they have onion rings. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, Chris. So my exercise plan for the week is going to be <laughs> stop self-sabotaging yourself. Stop saying you're going to try and get busy with that. This is not a coaching class. This is just opportunities for you to go research other stuff on this. Um, some other characteristics. We're still in the characteristic stages, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, some of the other characteristics of imposter syndrome are setting unrealistic expectations. Again, having those accountability people in your life. Um, continuous fear of not living up to the expectations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk to you about that in a second. Um, let me grab some of these comments and I'm going to show you guys something else uh trish ellis what's up girlfriend good to see you good to see you she says great info i found that one of the root of these patterns of imposter syndrome and self-doubt is trauma oh girl you tied to shit yeah um that's the most profound impact for me dealing with the root cause of where these distortions were created yes root cause trish is trish is nailing right now what's up trish trish and i have been friends for a long time actually when i was talking about the mastermind stuff i met trish way back in those masterminds so thank you my dear for being here i appreciate you gotta get you on the raw and scripted show 
can't remember if we had you on here or not. I'm like, I've been doing this thing for four years now. I forgot who, who's been on my show. I have a whole list of them. So I can definitely check that. So thank you, my dear, for being here. Uh, Ellie Nicole says so good. Fear gets always in the way. Yes, it does. It does. And I'm going to be talking about that for a second as well. Um, Ellie loves something. She said, yes. Thank you, Ellie. Appreciate you being here. Uh, but the devil always comes, never give up, go big. It's so true. You know, and, 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 and the devil is that negative self-talk really. Um, Ted says here, yes, I agree, Trish. Thank you. Um, so here is something else I want to show you. Cause I am, uh, I'm a believer in, um, in sharing cool stuff. And this is something I created years ago for myself. Let me see if I can find it for you, ladies and gentlemen. This is something that I created for myself. Super easy. So I was sitting there thinking about life and I think about life as a, as a, as a reciprocating, recirculating circle, reciprocating circle, whatever words I told you, my words weren't going to come out right tonight. You know, this, I call it a vicious circle or a positive circle. And so when you look at this, hope you guys all see this, um, out in radio land and podcast land, I will do my best to explain this to you, but this is a graph, a graphic that I created years and years ago. And if you've heard me or followed me for any long time, you know that like Trish was saying, the root, the root of the trauma, the root of who we are is honestly what takes place between zero and five years old, zero and seven years old, depending on what psychiatrist, psychologist, you know, expert you follow it, you can find any different answer you want. I believe between zero and five, zero and seven is really when we become the people that we're going to become. And I've talked to parents all my life before I became a parent myself. And I said, when did you see your child? become the person that they were going to become. And I did this when I found this out and I asked the question without telling them the information. And most people would say about five, six or seven. They said, Oh, little Johnny, little Susie, little, I really saw their personality come out about four five, six or seven. So when you think about all the different beliefs and the truths and the experiences that you had when you were younger, you were singing out loud. Oh my God, I'm a blah, blah, blah. And somebody says, shut up. You have a terrible voice. Oh, I'm not worthy. Oh, I'm not good enough. Ooh, I should keep my mouth shut. You think about all the different little decisions that we made. Oh, maybe I should keep my mouth shut. I, I, that's time I spoke up. They made fun of me. Uh, and that's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. We're going to get to my story here in a second. Uh, by the way, guys, again, if you're just joining us, go back and watch the beginning of this because all of this ties together. And also, if you have any questions while you're watching live or on the replay, feel free to put those questions in the chat and then I will make sure I get answers for you guys uh, big time. So thank you guys all for being here. I appreciate you guys. Um, so yeah, let's get into this. So that conditioning process, as you're looking at this graph, the conditioning process is the bottom line right there. The conditioning, the the, the everything that has happened in your life, that creates our beliefs. So you think about those experiences that created our belief. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not whatever enough. Our beliefs create our attitudes, right? So if I have a belief that would be my attitude, well, all people are out there and going to think I'm stupid. All, you know, all these different things are so attitudes. Then our attitudes create our feelings, right? Our emotions. Well, I feel inferior. I feel, um, I feel whatever it is, whatever emotion you want. I feel, uh, embarrassment. I feel guilt, shame, whatever, whatever those feelings, those emotions might come to you. The feelings then create our actions. So when you think I, I feel confident, I feel amazing. I'm going to go out there and do the best right before this show. I was not feeling amazing. I went and laid down for 10 minutes and I sat there and I did my positive psychology on myself. I'm like, Chris, you're going to speak from the heart. You're going to deliver a great podcast, great, great podcast, right? I told you guys the electrical energy in my brain today has been a little screwy. So I literally was going to play a replay because I didn't feel like doing it. And I was like, ah, I don't want to show up and be all 
but I'm just going to show up anyway, because that's what we do. We show up and we give our best and we do our best. And sometimes that is most surprisingly our best when we're just, we let go of all the beliefs and all the bullshit. Like who cares? Really? This is a show I'm educating you guys. Nobody's going to sit there and go, God, Chris, that was a shitty show last night because I, you kept screwing up your words. No, if I give deliver you great content, you're not going to give a fuck about the words I screw up. You're going to sit there and say, wow, he delivered me some really good stuff that changed my life. And I went out and changed other people's lives. And I'm going to call Chris in two years and say, by the way, that podcast you didn't want to do made me a different person. So if you guys want to pay me back listening to this, um, as you are successful from this podcast, this episode, I want you to call me, email me, text me, whatever it is and say, Chris, dude, that podcast you didn't want to do that one was really, really good. And don't do it just to make me feel good, but just do it because I want you guys to succeed. And I want it because we're all learning right? You got to ask for what you want. That's, that's one of the things that we don't do also. Um, and imposter syndrome is we're afraid to ask. We're afraid to be embarrassed. We think we have to have all the answers and all the, and everything else. When, you know, in reality, it's the stronger people in the world who ask questions, who are vulnerable, who find the success. So that imposter of like, I got to be this and I got to pretend to be that is exhausting. It's exhausting. Um, so back to the slide. Sorry, I get off. I get off on a tangent when I talk about stuff like this. So your actions and that's your life. And that just keeps, that just keeps refilling it over and over and over again. So the purpose of this conversation with you guys tonight, and the purpose of my coaching is to get you to see your past, your present and your future differently to, to reframe the perspective of, oh, that, that my, it wasn't me. I didn't, I, I didn't have to accept responsibility for that. My parents did the best they could with what they had. They didn't have the resources that we have today. They can't go on Google and sit there and say, how to discipline my kid without, without physically punishing them. All they saw was what they saw from their parents and from their parents and from their parents. And it's up to us to break those generational cycles of whatever it might be. But if you could go back and sit there and instead of having anger and resentment and, 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 and all those feelings that are negative with your parents and you're growing up and your situation in school and your teachers and everything else. How about if you see that was, that was preparing you for what you're doing right now, everything that has happened in your life, this is the God's honest truth. Everything that's happened in your life and everything that's happening in your life right now is preparing you for what's next. Think about that for a second. Everything that has happened in your entire life, amazing life, right? I'm going to be 55 next month. So I've had a lot of years on this planet. It's pretty crazy. That's another story. Um, but when I, everything that's happened in my life, even to this day and everything that's happening right now is preparing me for what's next. Now, if I sit there and I, I'm pissed off and I'm frustrated because I'm not where I'm supposed to be, guess what? That is wasted energy. That is wasted time. That is wasted effort. Instead, we get the opportunity. We wake up every single day that it's a brand new day. I don't have to live in yesterday. I don't have to live in the fear of my opinions of myself yesterday because today I get to wake up and sit there and say, you know what? Yesterday may not, not have been my best day, but today I'm choosing to focus on what is great in my life. I'm choosing to focus on the people in my life that are going to move me in the direction that I want to go. I choose to focus on making sure that I'm taking care of myself first as opposed to taking everybody else first, because then I will actually probably feel a little bit better about myself and actually start doing things better for myself and talking better to myself. And I won't feel like an imposter and I'll actually feel like a proper member of society as we all should. The conditioning that has happened in our past, that is just a script language that we've agreed to in our brain that is invalid. So we need to go in there. We need to cancel that language out and sit there and rewrite that language. So I encourage you to go back and look at your life and, and realize all those experiences happen for you, not to you. And that has put you in this place right where you're supposed to be listening to me right this very fucking minute going, hey, maybe I can let this go. Maybe. And I want to, I want to share something because my, my own challenges and all this stuff, guys, my own challenges have been, has been, have been very challenging to say the least. You know, I'm sitting here before you today as a guy speaking to thousands and thousands of people, I don't think I'm at millions yet, but my podcast is all over the world. It's in the top 10% of all podcasts. 
there's something like 455,000, I don't know how many millions of podcasts. I don't know. But my podcast is in the top 10% because I've been through some shit and I continue to come here and I show up every single day to make sure that I'm here, but I have had imposter syndrome. Oh my God. What's up, Barbara Beckley? Uh, this is good info. This better be fucking kick-ass info. Better be kick-ass info. Just kidding. Thank you, darling, for being here. Barbara's also in my group accountability coaching program. So thank you, my dear, for being here. But I want to show you something. I want to show you a couple of things. You may not believe this. You may not believe this. What am I doing? Let's see. Let's let's just show you something. Let me show. Let me see if I can do this. Um, it may come out a little pixelated, but uh, I want to show you something. Bear with me for just a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, look at that handsome devil. Look at that guy. Any guesses on who that is? <laughs> Barbara says, this is kick-ass kick info. Thank you, my dear. Thank you, queen. Any idea who that guy is? This guy right here? That is me, Christopher Roush. He's like, what does he look like without a bandana on? Yeah, this was actually my 40th birthday. I don't even recognize that dude anymore. I don't even... I don't even recognize that dude anymore. Guess what? I look good. I look successful. I look happy. I made six figures. I had a corner office. I had a 2006 Dodge Charger Daytona. I made all sorts of money. I had all sorts of shit. But this guy right here, this pretty face, he was only happy sometimes. When I got new things, when I got to buy new stuff, or when I had people validate my experience and my existence, that's when I felt good. But guess what? I felt like a fraud wearing a suit and tie. Feel like a fraud wearing a suit and tie. Hang on one sec. If you, you you like you like this, let me know in the chat if you guys. Yeah, Barbara's like, wow, you. Yeah, I mean, take a look at this. This is I got more. I got more for you guys. This is I want to take you down a little a little little fun uh, little fun thing for me. Look at that dude. I don't even have a tie on in that picture. That was me winning a Toastmasters competition. I don't know back in two thousand six or something like that. Looking all dapper. Oh, I didn't wear a tie that day. I was like going all chic and everything. But there's me and my words. Oh, living the dream. I was happy, looking good, wearing a suit and tie, being all successful and making money. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? What do you think? Do you think, do you think that's me or do you think this is me? Do you think that that was me? The guy that got up there and said, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, actually, you know what? Let's do something. Let's do you want to do something fun? You want to do something fun? Let's do something fun. Let's do something fun. Let's do something fun. Let's do something fun. Let's see if I can find this. Um, okay. You're going to dig this. This is going to be fun. This is actually shit you can go see for yourself. So this is my YouTube channel. This is my YouTube channel. So this is uh, so this is actually a video. Let me see. Let me pull this up here because I got to do this. So there it is. I put that in there just so you guys could see that. But let me um, let's see if we can do this. So there it is a little bit better. Um, I think you guys should be able to hear the audio, but let's just, let's just see what happens here for a second. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I hope you guys can hear that. So there it is. There's, there's me, there's me as a suit and tie speaker. I don't know if you could hear the volume on that. Cause I, I'm not sure I couldn't see the whole screen where it says, uh, okay, well, it was just me talking. It was a bunch of people laughing. Um, if you want, let me try. I don't know if I could do this again, but, um, let's see. Present. There's usually a, a thing on here that says, um, 
Yeah, also share audio. Yeah, that's there. Um, let's try this again. Let's see if this works. I don't know if you can hear, hear the audio this time. So let's talk about what success is. Now, success is your attitude plus your decisions. I don't know if you guys, no hope you guys can hear that. Yeah, that's this room, whether it's at your job, whether it's yeah. in your organization, whether it's with your loved ones, yeah. everything comes down to your yeah. attitude. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but that is uh, all right. Shut up, Chris. I don't need to hear myself in my other, my other monitor. Um, yeah. So that was me successful doing speaking gigs, being paid to speak all around the world. And then I came off stage one time and I looked at around and I, all of us were wearing the suit and tie. And for the most part, all of us said the same thing. I still had my edge, right? You know, cause I am me, but I was hiding who I truly am because I was afraid that if I came out and was just me, the guy that swears, the guy that talks, that speaks passionately, that, 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 that doesn't, doesn't give a fuck if you like me or not. Right. You know, I mean, it, in a sense I do, of course we all do. And that's bullshit. If somebody says they don't, but I wasn't happy. I was coming off stage going, man, I'm a rocker. I'm a biker. I'm a smart ass. I want to talk to people like I talk to them outside there when I can really impact them. I mean, for me to say, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about imposter syndrome today. And you really shouldn't do that imposter syndrome stuff. That stuff's not good for you. And here's some ways, you know, it's a fact of sitting there being who you are. So one of my biggest pieces of advice to you guys tonight is own who the fuck you are own who you are. Again, when I go back and if you're just joining us right now, go back and watch the beginning of this. Cause all of this ties together. Um, when I go back to, uh, what's up, Barbara Beckley. Thank you. I'm glad you can hear it. Um, so when you think about that, you know, and me realizing, sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second, but the most important thing is be who you are. Right. And when you're sitting there pretending to be somebody you're not, that gets, that gets exhausting. Like, Oh, I got to be this person for that person, be that person for this person. One of the, the characteristics also of a person dealing with imposter syndrome is a people pleaser. Oh, if I make sure everybody's all happy and everybody's taken care of, and then maybe if they're whatever's left, I'll take care of myself. Right. Going back to that self-love again, that's the root situation of this. You have to love yourself hundred percent and you have to let go of the toxic people in your life because they're not serving you. I've had to let go of so many people, guys, and it sucks. It sucks. It, sometimes it sounds egotistical when I'm saying, hey, listen, you know, I really can't hang out with you anymore. And I don't say it necessarily in that way, but I'm just kind of letting you know, I just stop hanging out with people who don't promote my best interest, you know, who don't say, hey, Chris, what's going on with you? What's going on with your life? Where's that book at? Man, you said you were going to have that book out last year. You fucking book your book ain't out. And every once in a while, one of you guys sit there and goes, Chris, you said your book was going to be out last year and you didn't put your book out. You said you're going to put your book out. You didn't. Every once in a while, you motherfuckers push me on that. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate that shit. That accountability is like what we need, you know, but the most important part of it, part about it. Um, I told you my words have been coming out way crazy today. Uh, like Barbara says, own who you are. Stop hiding from that stuff. Stop, stop, stop tolerating the people in your life who take advantage of you and stop comparing yourself to other people. This is about you. And it's not about being selfish. This is about being realistic about yourself and saying, Hey, when I get up in the morning, am I, do I like the person I am? Am I in love with the person that I see in the mirror? Am I, am I, am I feeling a sense of accomplishment for my efforts in life? Right. You know, when I think about myself, I literally grew up believing I was stupid. I was told to shut up. I was told I was not very intelligent in school. I didn't do very good because they never gave me an eye test. They never gave me a hearing test. So I couldn't hear very well. I couldn't see the board. And then because of times where I would sit there and ask questions, I, well, that's a stupid question. That's a ridiculous question. I'm sure you guys have all dealt with this in your life. I didn't say anything in school. 
And then the thing exacerbated out to the playground where people were like, you know, what, uh, what do you want to play? What do you want to play? Okay. I want to play baseball too. True story. True fucking story. Somebody said, what position do you play? And I said, I play batter. <laughs> I felt like an asshole. Guess what? I didn't speak up much anymore. So for me to have spoken on stages in front of thousands of people, for me to do this podcast and speak in front of you guys, you know, to be a coach, to do all the things that I've done professionally in my corporate career, you know, traveling all around the world and, and, and setting up warehouses and training people and doing everything that I've done, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, how, when I look back on my life, how much has changed and it was not overnight. That's what I want to stress to you guys. Again, there's no Amazon in this. There's no overnight success. If you're 30 years, 35, 40, 45, whatever you are in your life, it has taken you this long to get where you're at. So have some patience, have some dedication, have some persistence, have some discipline to sit there and say, okay, this journey that I'm about to embark on for my self-love, for my self-care to stop tolerating the, the people in my life that allow that, that push me and, and provoke me to be anything, but who I truly am right? You need to think about that. You got to say, no, you got to stop and you got to sit there and value yourself and be able to sit there and, 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 and realize that. And that's what I've had to do in my life. I had to stand up to my mother first. Hey, don't talk to me like that. I don't appreciate that. You know, when people would talk to me in person or in, in public, wherever I still say this, I don't appreciate your tone. I would appreciate if we, we had this conversation a little bit later when you're not so stressed out. And I've done that at work. I've done that in my personal life. I've done, yeah. When you start standing up saying, listen, I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate your tone. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a loving, caring person who's here to try to make this work. And the tone that you're suggesting to me may, is making me feel inferior. And I don't like that. So perhaps we need to table this discussion for another time, but so often, what do we do? We just do it anyway. Oh, I'll just, I'll take it. You know, I'll just, I'll get through it. I'll just, I'll do whatever. We just, we sit there and put all the pressure on ourselves. And that is ridiculous because when I sit there and I think about myself and going from being a seventh grade dropout, living in a car and being homeless on the streets, and then ultimately going back and getting my GED at 18 years old and then spending 12 years in school getting my master's degree. All of that in a sense was for me to prove that I could come to the party, that I was, that I was worthy enough to come to the table and, and have a conversation with people that I could be, you know, accepted like the rest of society. And I pushed and I fought and I, and I did everything that I had to do to make everybody else happy. But guess what? At the end of the day, I was exhausted, depleted, sad, frustrated, depressed, and addicted to things. Because guess what? When you're not happy with yourself and you're running and you're feeling like an imposter and you're not truly doing the things that you're meant to shine and do here in your life, ladies and gentlemen, that's you. Guess what happens? You start running to your short-term gratifications. You do that self-sabotaging thing. You just eat a little bit too much. You don't exercise enough. You don't drink enough water. You get shitty sleep. You hang around with bad people. You watch too much Netflix. You shop too much. You do whatever. And then you wake up and you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s. I know somebody that just woke up recently in their 70s. And I say woke up because they went, uh, Chris, I've lived in my ego my entire life and I have nothing to show for it, but it's a bunch of money. And if you don't think that people who are famous deal with imposter syndrome, you're wrong. Cause I've dealt with, I've met millionaires, billionaires. I met rock stars. I met famous actors and actresses. I know a lot of people. I met a lot of people and guess what? All of them have, or still do in some respect, deal with that imposter syndrome. They're waiting for that other shoe to drop. You can't, you can't, do that. I had to stop doing that. And the biggest thing that got me to stop doing that was to love myself and to realize that everything did happen to prepare me for where I was in that moment, to prepare me in that moment, to sit there and say, you know what, am I going to tolerate being a suit and tie speaker and being successful, but yet feeling like shit on side on in the inside? No, I'm not. And so when you think about some of the, the opportunities I have for you guys to think about your own journey is to ask yourself, when will I have had enough? 
Life is about asking yourself questions. This is what I do as a coach. A lot of what I do as a coach is I ask you questions. And then I ask you, what do you think about that? Tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. Where did that come from? What do you think that would feel like if you no longer thought that? Ask yourself that question. What would it feel like if I no longer felt like an imposter? (gasps) I would feel like amazing. I would feel like a weight is lifted off my shoulders. Ask yourself those questions. Be honest with yourself and do those works and do that work. You know, I was afraid to speak up because I was a people pleaser because I was, I mean, let's talk about perfectionism for a second. Oh, everything's got to be perfect. Everything's got to be perfect. Oh, I got to do that for my mother. So she doesn't judge me. I got to do that for my boss. I got to do that for my friend. I got to wear this. I got to be this. I got to No. Perfection is bullshit. And I've been telling a lot of people this lately, and I've reminded myself of why I'm successful to this day. It's not because I'm any smarter than anybody else. It's because I never stopped. And it's because I took imperfect action every single day and I kept learning from it. Okay. I don't, I'm afraid to go. I was afraid to go to college to just register. I was scared shitless. They were going to kick me out of the campus and say, oh my God, we don't accept people with GEDs here. You have to have enough smarts and enough people that cared about you to have a proper childhood and a proper schooling. You can't go here. I literally thought that. I thought they were going to sit there and say, because we had a guy from a seventh grade dropout that got a GED and wanted to come to college here today. But guess what? I went through that fucking door and I walked up to the nice lady with her hair in a beehive. And I said, hi, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'd like to come to school here. I recently got my GED. Do you guys accept those? And she goes, oh, of course we accept those. You know, sometimes girls get pregnant and then come on, come on in. I'll help you. And I still get chills with that because I think about that. I literally parked in the parking lot. I'm like, wow, college students go here and fucking smart people go here. And two years ago, I was digging through trash cans and working telemarketing jobs and eating hope sandwiches. And now here I am fucking in a college. You know, who am I to, to do this and get this? And I didn't question that. I just fucking kept going. Like, okay, go through the door, ask them to go to college, spend three hours talking to them about a particular major, go to the bookstore sign up for a class, walk out with a book, walk out with a parking pass. Three hours later, I walked out. I was a fucking college student. 12 years later, literally 12 years, I got a master's degree. I walked across the stage. I got my little tassel moved. I could show you a picture of that. And I got my master's degree with long hair, by the way. Um, and even still when that, you know, it was like the master's degree. I got to go to work. I was the first person in my corporate space who had a master's degree. And I was also the least likely person to have it because I was, people knew me who for I was. But again, we have to sit there and we have to have that self-love for ourselves. And we have to have the idea that perfectionism is bullshit. Nobody's going to be perfect. Well, it has to be this and it has to be, no, it doesn't have to be. It's okay. If the flowers aren't perfect, it's okay. If the, if the word isn't spelled right, it's okay. If the fucking food sucks, guess what matters the most that you two love each other and you fucking kiss and you sign the piece of paper and you live a fucking great life. The rest of the shit doesn't matter. I've never been to a wedding where somebody goes, God, it was a beautiful ceremony. I hope the best for them. But did you see those flowers? Those were shitty. Who thought about the yellow roses with the pink? That was stupid. Oh my God. Fuck those people. Fuck them. They're, they're, they haven't been miserable. What, do who wants to be around judgy people like that? If you want to overcome imposter syndrome, you got to own who it is you are. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to realize it's going to take time to, to change your, to your, your familiarity with yourself. When I look at that picture of myself in a suit and tie, literally I walk around, there's a picture in my house where my wife and I took really nice pictures when we were on a cruise. That was one of them. And I go, who is that person? And that was only 15 years ago, which to me now, it seems like it was yesterday. I remember the cruise. I remember everything about that. I remember that moment. But it's like, I've changed so much in 15 years. Even when I look at myself five years ago, my 50th birthday, I'm like, okay. 
and then I, I think about the spirituality path that I've been on for the last three years since meeting my buddy Scott, my buddy Lee, and all the other amazing people in my life, who uh, Michelle and all these different people that I've interviewed through the unfiltered experience who have exposed me to spirituality and meditation and all the self-help fluffy bullshit that I used to talk about before, as you, you heard my tagline. Now it's going to become kind of a joke because now Chris is spiritual and Chris meditates. And I do that nearly every day. I go meditate for 20 minutes. I spend 10 minutes like visioning and, and preparing the second half of my day, setting my day to be intentionally successful. And it is not perfect. Like I said today, I was not feeling like doing this podcast. I was going to do a replay of a podcast I did a year ago on imposter syndrome because Nancy wanted that. But again, we show up, we do our best. We grind through that because when I get done with this, I'm going to have a feeling of accomplishment. I'm going to have a feeling of being proud of myself because I'm showing up to you the authentic version of who I am. I'm mixing up my words. I'm not saying things right. I'm having to use a lot more notes tonight. But again, we show up and we do those things because when we do that, and we, and we, and we get done with what it is that we're doing. And we spend a little bit of time rewarding ourselves and saying, you know what? I'm proud of you, dude. Talk to yourself, talk to yourself. Like you would your best friend. I talk to myself out loud. My out loud voice is my smart voice. And my inside voice is my shitty voice. So my outside voice would be like, Chris, you could do this. This is ridiculous. You're a fucking pro. You're going to wow. them and probably going to change some lives. And you're going to get a bunch of people afterwards and saying what a great time they had. And that's true. That's usually what happens for most episodes of my show. People will email me afterwards like, oh my God, I really needed to hear this, Chris. Or months and months later, I'll hear about a show that I did last year and like, oh my God, I just watched your show about procrastination. And the way you said this is that, and if it doesn't happen, that's still fine. We don't need that external validation. We need what is in our heart. And that's what I told myself before I started the show tonight, As I said, Chris, all you need to do is speak from the heart. You're a very knowledgeable person. Even if you're going to mix up your words, you're still going to say intelligent things and you're going to change people's perspective about their past, present, and their future. You're going to give them ammunition to no longer tolerate being an imposter and to live truly in their greatest opportunities for themselves. Right. And uh, I just love and appreciate you guys. I'm going to catch a couple of these comments. We got Crystal Rye in the house. What's up, Crystal? She says, hi, Christopher Roush. Thank you for being here. Uh, Barbara says here, I have don't have my glasses on, so I'm trying to read very very squintily. Uh, Barbara says here, sign up with coach Christopher coach, coach rockstar, Christopher Rouse. She has been the star shining star in my life. Be who you are, are be who you are. So true. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, Barbara Beckley is awesome. Uh, we are sisters from another mister. I could be a sister, right? Uh, Barbara says here, Christopher Rouse keeps reminding me. No is a complete sentence. Yes, it really is. It's okay to say no, 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 thank you. No, I don't want to do it. no, no, you know, you don't have, again about that being that people pleaser. Yeah, no is great. Um, Barbara says here, you're a warrior, Christopher Roush. Thank you for being the really, the really you and being on example for the world. Thank you, my dear. And lastly, Barbara says here, forget the freaking flowers that all that all they got. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I see there's, I see there's quite a few people watching this and I appreciate you guys watching this and, and feel free to, uh, to ask any questions. We're running short on time. So I want to get into some of the solutions, you know, um, thank you guys for sticking it out with me. Um, some of the solutions that I wrote down here, these are mine again, love who you are, own who you are. Um, that's a, that's a big part of my coaching honestly is, is getting people to, to love and be in touch with who they are and to stop tolerating the shit that they have in their life with themselves, stop what they tolerate from other people and what they tolerate from inanimate objects to build confidence and to have courage to go out there and do what it is that they want to do. So I encourage you, whether it's me or somebody else at the very least, get somebody you can speak to because so many people with, uh, with imposter syndrome don't talk to anybody and they keep it bottled up inside and they, and then, and then it gets to a point where it gets toxic, right? You think about those short-term gratifications, the booze, the drugs, the, the sex, the shopping, the Netflix, whatever it is that can distract you from the pain that you're feeling. 
you got to run towards that stuff and you have to face it head on again like i said at the very very least if you don't have that journal like spend 10 minutes a day journaling journal at the end of the day you know what your thoughts and your feelings were when something comes out that's negative sit there and say okay in your journal like what can i do to reposition this to be positive how can i look at this from a different perspective right that's why we need coaches that's why we need accountability partners in our life people do it to me Chris, why do you have that perspective? Where does that belief come from? What is that serving you? Is that what you're supposed to be focusing on? You need people in your life asking you tough questions and waiting for the answer. Stop bullshitting yourself. It is so important. One of the things I also want you to do, and this is important, I do this with my coaching clients, is list all your accomplishments. List all your accomplishments. List what your proudest moments are. List what you love about yourself and put that shit around, right? I love the fact that I'm funny. I love my quirkiness. I love that I'm that I'm lazy sometimes. I love that I do this. Whatever it is about yourself, list your proudest moments. So often we focus on the negative. We focus on what we don't have. And guess what? We get more of that. When you sit down and you be very serious with yourself, and I've done this with so many coaching clients, they write down their proudest moments and they write down three or four. I'm like, well, tell me about school. Were you ever proud about something about a project you did? Oh yeah, I was proud about this project. Oh, you were proud about this? You know, you were proud about the way you washed your car. Yeah, you know what? I really do wash my car pretty good. Are you I'm proud of the way you wash a dish? Yeah, you know, I fucking could clean a fucking dish. Are you proud of the way you can chug a beer? Yeah, I'm proud. Whatever it might be, put it down. Celebrate your wins. Celebrate your proud moments. You know, list those accomplishments and be very intentional about that every single day. You know, what am I proud of myself today? What did I, what am I, what am I going to do today that's going to force me to, to think in the afternoon that I'm that I'm proud of myself? What is one thing I can do out of my day that, that's going to get me a little bit out of my comfort zone? Um, in order so I can grow because again, that imperfect action every single day compounds upon itself and it builds that, that confidence to be this kid right here who was scared to shit to say anything in front of anybody else who speaks in front of people for a living, right? Um, your morning routine, you guys heard me talk about this, but you know, again, setting your intentions for the day. My intention for today is not speak negatively about myself. My intention today is to think about things in positive manner. My intention today is to say no to at least one person that I, that I would normally say yes to. My intention today is to speak positive, whatever it might be, set those intentions as you're going through the day. Did I set the intention to be a negative asshole? Did I set the intention today to be in a spiral? Did I set the intention today to be obtuse with people? No, I didn't. I set the intention today. Then go focus on that and do that but you have to catch yourself. Um, ask yourself amazing questions. Again, ask yourself, how can I see this situation right now that I might be bitching about? How can I see this in a positive light? Maybe I didn't get the promotion. Maybe I didn't get the job. Maybe I didn't get the girl. Maybe I didn't get the sale. How can I be, how can I look at the fact that I didn't get this as a positive? Well, maybe if I would have got that customer, that customer would have been such a fucking pain in the ass. I might've given me a heart attack. Um, maybe I didn't get that girl because it was false advertising. She was putting on this, this air about herself, but probably really inside she was a uh, self-destructive, you know, manipulative, whatever. Find ways to find positivity and acceptance in the situations that you have, as opposed to always trying to fight and find meaning and reason and everything. Um, another thing you do is maintain clarity of your bigger version and your vision of yourself. When you have a big enough, why you have a big enough, how again, another thing I want you to do is shift your fear into excitement. It's the same emotion. It's just your perspective about it. Either be afraid of making mistakes or be excited about what it is that you're going to learn, right? I'm afraid to make mistakes. I'm excited about what I'm going to learn. Same thing, different perspective. You're welcome. Um, act as if not fake it till you make it. I don't like fake it till you make it, but act as if, if you want to be a supervisor for your company, if you want to be a top selling salesperson, if you want to be the best motivational speaker, act as if that person exists within you already. What would I do? What would my actions be? What would my habits be? If I was the top selling author, what would I, what would my actions be? If I was the best uh, cook in the County, what would, what would my life look like? And then act as if, what would I wear? What would I do? What would I say? What would I do on a pu publish, publish uh, social media, publish media? Again, I told you guys,
And if you're just joining us, be sure to go back and watch the entire show because there's a lot of uh, amazing content in here. So act as if. The other thing you heard me say about is surround yourself with others, uh, the best people always. Don't tolerate shit from yourself, from others, or from any from anything else. Uh, set realistic goals and expectations. We could do many shows on that, uh, but realistic is the key word right there. Am I being realistic with my expectations for myself? Am I being realistic about my expectations for the performance of people that I work with? Am I being realistic in my expectations for my spouse? Have I communicated those expectations? Have we talked about those expectations? Are those just things living in my brain by themselves that are setting me up for disappointment? Hmm? Hmm? Is that you? Um, yeah, taking perfect action. So the biggest thing I'm going to invite from you guys from this, if you've never had a coaching call from me, I just feel inspired to do this. I don't do this very often anymore. If you're listening to this, you've never had a coaching call with me and uh, you're interested in the group accountability coaching program, hit me up. I'll send you a link and we'll have a group accountability. We'll We'll have a, a solo session with you and I, and we'll talk about maybe this episode and we'll talk about what it is that you would like for yourself and perhaps some of your challenging areas. And then I'll give you some insight on that and what you could do to, to shift it. So if anything else, you'll get value out of it and potentially you might join the coaching program or have me as a coach and then your problems will be solved. I'm just kidding. Um, your problems won't be solved because it's life. This is life, ladies and gentlemen. I invite you to participate in it. Participate in your life. This isn't about existing. This isn't about playing the someday game because you're going to die. The fucking truth is we're all going to die. And there's going to get to a point before we die, we're going to think back on our life and we're going to go, God damn, I should have done more. I could have done more. I could have left that person. I was miserable. Why did I spend my life fucking miserable? I was the one making all the choices. Is that what you want? Or do you want to change? Have you had enough? Are you proactively finding the leverage in your life to say, I've had enough. I'm going to do something different. It sucks sometimes and it's hard and I'm not going to lie to you. It's not easy, but it is so worth it. I'm sitting here today doing the show in front of you when I didn't want to do it. I didn't feel like doing it. I could have done a replay and been sitting with my family right now or watching TV, you know, dealing with my own things in my brain. But I said, no, we're going to do it. We're going to show up. We're going to deliver. And I believe I delivered to the night. So tell me know what you have in mind for me. Let me know what questions you have. And perhaps if you're listening to this on the audio podcast and it's a little bit time later, send me that question. I'd love to know what it is. I want to dig a little bit deeper in imposter syndrome because again, it's not anything you're going to solve. It's just something you're going to catch and you're going to realize and you're going to talk to yourself and say, that's ridiculous, Chris. And you're going to go back to your original programming, which is being confident and kick-ass and unstoppable. I love you guys to pieces. We're going to be back here, of course, next Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, let me know. Let me know. And also, we have a Facebook group. In case you guys don't know that, I do a terrible job of promoting stuff. Um, that's just the way I am. That's just the shit it is. Um, but we are going to be... Um, what was my, I was just going to tell you, I was doing two things at once. I was going to tell you who my guest is next week. And then I was about to tell you something else. And then my brain got crossed. But you know what? I ain't going to sweat it. Cause that's just what it is. And that's what you got to say when shit happens like that. You got to go, Oh man, I didn't remember. I couldn't do this. It's like, Hey, shit happens next week. Who is on the show next week? God, I have so many people. I bu I'm booked into fucking June. It's crazy. I stopped booking. I just stopped accepting people. Cause I was like seven months booked in advance. Um, next week, Brian Kelm. Oh, how cool. We got Brian Kelm. He is with the Lynn Serrano. They do an amazing show called real raw and unscripted or something like that. Um, amazing dude. He's cool. He's real. He's honest. He digs Andy Frisella and some of those harder people out there like myself. He digs me. So yeah, join us next week, next Tuesday, Brian Kelm. It's going to be amazing. We love it. I love you guys. I appreciate each and every one of you guys listening on the potty, pot, potty cast, listening on the podcast, listening on the podcast. 
watching us on the video cast, watching us on the replay, watching us on YouTube, wherever it is, wherever you're catching Christopher's content. I love and appreciate you guys. Go out there, be amazing. You can do this. I'm here with you guys. We'll see you here next time on the Raw and the Scripted Show. Peace. Peace.